Welcome to our weekly Wednesday night shear. Um, once again, we're pre-recording as it's some gedalia, and I don't know what it'll be like after the shear, after the fast. So I'm going to record now while I still can talk, and I'll try to brave through an hour of a shear mit Shem. There's so so much to talk about. I don't know if I'll be able to squeeze it in. Um, else I don't know if I'll be able to make it through an hour. Little Nishmas, of course. Freyim ben Freyim Teflipa. Shmuel Yaakov ben Moshe. Chaim ben Baruch. And Jeanette. Bas Ibrahim Akoyin and Dorit Bas Moshe Halevi. Pashva Yelech as it's on its own entity. Um, they usually the Tzavim and Yelech are together. They're a team. The Tzavim and Yelech, as we said last week, Combined total of 70 psukim between the both parashas. So when you're laying separately, it's obviously a very, very short Kriya Teta, although you couldn't tell last week in 770. Um, for some reason, don't know what it was, it endured, like almost a regular parasha. All 30 psukim. But Vayelech is on its own. Nitzavim is always read before Rosh Hashanah. And the Navi tells us and I forgot the actual word excuse me a moment there's a brief pause in the shear I need to get a safe. So sorry. But we're back. The Turin Shachnarach means down Pisgav Hamelech. Pisgav HaMelech is Beis Gimel when Hashanah comes out on a Monday or a Tuesday. HaMelech, which is Rosh Hashanah, says Beis Gimel HaMelech, then Pas Vayelech. That's the expression. Hashanah comes out, which is HaMelech, on a Monday or a Tuesday of the, of the, of the week, we lay in Vayelech separately, and the Magen Avram teaches out that Pas Vayelech, 
What is the word Pasvayelech? From the Pirish of the Lashon of Pitait Esa Pitim. Broken up of, of different pieces of, of pieces of bread that are divided up in the Tzav Vayelech in two. Pas, Lashon Pitais is Pitim. Okay. We break up the Chala, the Rakik, different parts. So when it comes out on a Tuesday, a Monday or a Tuesday or Shana, then it, they get broken up, although they are usually one entity. They get broken up into two, and then we have a Yelech read separately on Shabbat Shuvah. All the parshas technically have their own names. There are several parshas. There are eight parshas actually that come together. Parshas are usually that on a matzmasai. Eight parshas that come together. And at certain times, they come separated. This Shabbos, we're going to read it, as we said, as its own entity. Shteltzach Akasha. We have a question. This Shabbos is known as Shabbos Shuva, or Shabbos Tshuva, as per the Haftarah, Shuvah Yisrael. Tshuvah represents severity, seriousness. Some people borderline morbid. Shabbos represents Simcha. Shabbat Shuvah is always, as we said before, part of the Sedesimei Shuvah, the ten days of Shuvah, which are counted Rosh Hashanah, till Yom Kippur. Of course, inclusive of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, they are part of the Sedesimei Shuvah. And during these days, during these ten days, the Shuvah and the crying out, Yafa B'yesim HaKabalah are better, more potent, and they're accepted immediately. Whereas Shabbos, which is the completion of a day of the week, days of the week, and Shabbos we know is minim is baruch be'kuli yemen, the days of the week prior, the days of the week after, are benched, are blessed by Shabbos. So, Shabbos, Shuva, a day, a Shabbos, within the Aseris, Shuva, definitely completes and brings to the highest level possible Shuva. Mitzad from the other side of the coin, though, 
the Karasa the Shabbos Einik. Tera tells us, the Novik says it actually in Shaya, the Karasa the Shabbos Einik, Kol Shabbos Einik, pleasure. Shabbos is the day of Simcha, Tainug, joy, pleasure. We talks about the days of happiness. This is Shabbos. Safri says. So now we're coming up with two separate, two opposite entities. Joy and almost borderline sadness. Being molded together and together in one. This is what the entity of Shabbos Shuvah does. It brings these two things together. Shuvah from one side, and Einig and Simcha from the other side. And we find this in the Pasha of Ayelach. When we lay actually Litzavim and Ayelach together, we have the famous question which we've discussed in the past. Nitzavim means you're standing, and Vayelech means you're going. So Nitzavim or Vayelech, which one is it? So Vayelech as an entity teaches us one needs to move. One needs to, excuse me, Vayelech, yes, tells us that one needs to move along. You got to keep moving. You have to keep going. You can't stand still. Well, since you can't stand still. What does it mean? Where does not standing still come into the thing, into the dimension here? A Jew needs to be a Helech. A Jew needs to constantly be going Mikhail Khoil. A Jew cannot become complacent. And think that they've done it all. A Jew needs to constantly be on his toes and constantly look to how they can improve themselves. Therefore, Vayelich. This is exactly what it's referring to. One needs to move, one needs to go. When you're going, you're in one place and you're going out of that one place. If you're leaving that place, you're moving on to another place. You're no longer where you were before. Preferably, of course, preferably, that you go to a better place than you were before. I once mentioned that Mendel Futafas was watching a Bachadavan, and the Bach was pacing back and forth. Back and forth. He was walking back and forth. And the mental stops him and says to him, I don't understand. I don't understand. 
you started over there, and you started davening. And it's gelungen. It didn't work. So what did you do? You came to the other side. No. You came to the other side to see if it's better. And what did you discover? It's It's not better. So you're going back to the first side where you knew it wasn't good to begin with. What are you going back for? When you leave, when a Jew leaves, when they move on from where they are, they need to always strive to move to a better place. This is the concept of tshuva. A person leaves their previous status and moves on to a better one. And the Ramam describes exactly that in Hilchus Tshuva. A Baal has to feel as if he's a new man. He's not the man that did those things. Whatever Veda was he did, he's no longer that person. He's a changed person. So Vayelach represents Tshuva. Going out of the status in which you're in, which is not a proper one, into a place where you should belong. Whereas the continuation of the Pasuk, the same Pasha tells us, this whole long Pasha of all of 40 Psukim, chapter 31, verse 9, Pei Aleph Pasuk he finished writing his invitation, he gave it to the Ghanim, to the Leviim. Have you ever been by a Siyam Sevetera? What could be more beautiful? The joy, the dancing, the singing, the music, the pump and stance, the boys, the children walk in front with torches lit, lit torches to show that the light of Tera, Tera Er, when all the children get flags to wave. Everybody dances. Well, you should finish the Tera. The big Simcha. Simcha's Tera. So the same passion is the, that's implying the Vayelech go out of the status which you're in to a better place. <laughs> go do tshuva that same parsha text about simcha simcha like simcha's teira how how is the teira putting the two together in such a way tshuva means a person does they sit down and they think and they contemplate all the things, the horrible things they did. I was talking to my granddaughter today in Manchester. She went to Tashlich. I said, really? Did you throw your Averis to the fish? She says, yes. So I said, how many Averis? She says, ten. <laughs> ten Averis. She had ten Averis. Maybe Six. 
Whatever is the answer, was 10 Averis that she had. I'm sure she didn't. person sits down and they take stock of their life. They take stock of their actions. They take stock of their year. It's a pretty serious situation. The person looks in the mirror and says, Oy vey, I don't like what I see. I'm not happy with what I'm looking at. No. So you're already starting. The concept of tshuva is not a very pleasant one. It's something that actually gets morbid to an extent. And the person says, I'm not happy. And they sit down and they go over everything they did and they go through what they did and they try to find something to hold on to something tangible to fix what they broke And sometimes a person doesn't really find. They don't find that solution. They don't find that good place. And it just puts a person really, really down. Gives a person puts a person really depressed and in a low state. But yet we're telling you at the very same time that you need to be besimcha. No. At the very same moment we're telling you you need to be besimcha. This is what's explained in the Chassidus. Tavke Tshuva. And especially in Shabbos Tshuva. The person needs to be besimcha. First of all, because by doing Tshuva, you're doing a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah minatele to do Tshuva. You're doing a mitzvah, you got to be happy. If there's a Shem besimcha. More than that, tshuva itself should bring joy. Because through tshuva, you're fixing what you did. You're rectifying it. You're not justifying it, but you're rectifying. You're sitting and you're going through it and you're beating yourself up over it. But you should have to be happy because by doing this, you're wiping it away. And Zedain is Nasli Kazachias. This Avedis now becomes Chuyas. It's not simple. It's not just wipe away the Avedis and the Avedis goes, goes into, becomes a white place. There is still an Avedis that needs to take place to do this. 
And in addition to this, what greater concept could there be in the world than a Jew that does tshuva? A child that returns to their father, and the Al-Tarebbe brings down in Tanya, in Pedic Lamed Aleph. The prince that was imprisoned, and he was sitting in jail for months on end, bemoaning and praying and davening to be able to be reunited with his father, the king. The king, his only son, was who knows where, in some forlorn country, and there was no way of contacting, there was no way to reach out to him. When this child returns, this unit, this reunion between father and son, king and prince, you would never see a greater joy. When a Jew returns to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are returning to our Father in Heaven. There is no greater joy possible. This is the essence of Shabbos Shuvah. The tshuva in this Shabbos is in a higher madrege, a higher level than the entire Sesame tshuva, the other ten days, the other nine days. It's called a tshuva el yeyne yeser, higher than possible, much higher, higher than, and greater. Because it's a tshuva that comes from simcha atzuma. It's a tshuva that comes from pure joy. So this Shabbos elevates a Jew to attach themselves in such a way, such a dveikas atzuma with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then he rejoices in the greatest of Simcha. And from Simcha, this joy that we are going to have this Shabbos Shuva of being united once again with our Father in Heaven because of the Tshuva, because our Tshuva is going to be accepted, has been accepted on Hashanah, and will be sealed on Yom Kippur, Mitzvah From this Simcha we go to the greatest of Simchas, which is bound together with Tshuva again, the concept of Tshuva, Kol Godol Yeshuvu Heina, the Navi says, that the great nation, the great congregation will return here, and will merit the Geula Amitus Vashlema take it from Yad Mamish. What more could we possibly ask for? Shabbos Shua. We had Rosh Hashanah, the two wonderful, powerful days of the Tzvilas of Rosh Hashanah. We're preparing for Yemakipurim. We went to Tashlech and we're preparing for Kaparis. And we're going to go into Yom Kippur, the fast of Yom Kippur, and the seriousness of the moment of Yom Kippur, the blessings of the father to the child before Yom Kippur. The deep, unconditional love that a father shows a child, and the child has for the father. 
This unconditional love we take to us with us to Yom Kippur, and we show our Father in Heaven, Avinu Shabashamayim, how we want Him to apply His unconditional love to us. And give us and bless us with a wonderful year, with a beautiful year, a year of health and prosperity, a year of, of joy, a year of, of finding everything that we ever needed and lost. And we'll soon discuss exactly what the concept of finding is all about. Pashvayedach is, as we said before, Reran Shabbos Tshuva. And therefore this Pasha teaches us the words of Musr, Techocha, what could happen to the Jews if Hashem they leave God. And we discussed now the difference between Shuvah, regular Shuvah, and Shuvah and Shabbos Shuvah. And the Pasik tells us, I got angry and I hid my face from you. Whereas we see in Aftera, to look and to search, beseech from HaKadosh Baruch Hu when you find him and call to him when you are close today's after action after of the fast As today we are fasting the fast of Gedalia ben Achikam and as every fast day we say Dear Shashem B'Matzei Karobi Yesei Karev and therefore this is read in, always in the Aseret because uh, some Gedalia has to come out in the Aseret And Chazal teach us that from this Pasuk we learn the whole concept of Aseret How Tshuva is even better and accepted immediately. What's being being motzei biyasekariv? Found him. He's closer. I'd like to say, it's an idea, a good idea. Call out to God in these times. That's the pshat. But the halach and the drush, especially the pnimiyas einyan. 
there are two separate entities here. One is part in God's God's on God's part. Behimotzai when he's found. When you find something, you don't prepare to get it. You don't prepare yourself to find something. You prepare yourself to purchase something, you prepare yourself to to acquire something, you prepare yourself to pick up something. Fine, you know of these and these things that you're going to get. Something that's found, a found object, happens by chance. And therefore this very same issue here, not issue, concept, behimotsai, we find, that's one thing. And the second thing, koroi, when he's close to. The person themselves can be close. <coughs> when he talks about being motzai, it needs to be dirshu. Dirshu Hashem being motzai. You need to plead, to request, to, to ask, beseech. Whereas Yesikarev is Karahu. When you're close, you just call out. If you keep in score at home, is Gemara Sanhedrin, Sadik Zayin, the bottom of Amr Aleph. That's 97, the bottom side one. Discuss the concept of a found object. Found object is behesachadas. It's not something we apply ourselves to. We don't look for finding objects. Happens automatically. You don't do any kind of attempt to do anything. You don't apply yourself to it. It all of a sudden happens. And this is the first thing that said in Asas Mechuba. After he makes a Khajbin Nefesh, comes Rosh Hashanah and the person takes stock how I was this past year. You start scratching your head. Ah wow. I don't know if I was so good this year. I don't know how perfect I really was this year. It's scary to think I actually Went through a year like that. Oy mir. When he sees this, he wants to know, am I worthy even of any kind of heavenly, godly revelation? Am I worthy to be able to talk at all and beseech and to ask anything of God at all? I, I, I'm just so unworthy. I so just don't deserve anything. I was so horrific. I did this. I said this. I acted this way. I spoke this way. I embarrassed this person. I, I, I put down this person. I don't deserve anything. Tells us the Tater before you fall into despair, Kaddish Baruch Hu is Behimotz Oi. He's a found 
object. You don't really need to... You can't. Not you don't. You can't apply for it. You can't actually look for it. You can't actually put yourself out for it. You can't write a check for it. It's something that you're finding. HaKadosh Baruch has found. No matter what you've done. Siyata Dishmaya. HaKadosh Baruch who gives you Person still needs to suspect though. person still suspects and says even though HaKadosh Baruch is found with me I found him revelation only stays in the background it only stays in a distance I'm not necessarily fit for this how am I how do I become worthy of this actual connection to God? One needs to purify themselves with Tera. Tera and Maisim Tevim. If a person didn't really learn properly the year before, didn't really do the Maisim Tevim, the good deeds the way they were supposed to the year before, didn't act the way they should have before, How would I find, how would I feel a closeness to God? So we tell you, in these days of Asadisimechuva, you are close. Not only it happens to be found that you found God, but He's Karev, He's close to you. Don't think of your situation, don't think of where you're at and what you really believe that you belong or don't belong. HaKadosh Baruch reveals Himself to you. So much so, you will actually feel the closeness of God upon you. It's a twofold issue here then. Behimotze, a love, which he's found, and Dirju. One needs to be Dirish for this. It's not enough that we just happen to be happy that we find this. One needs to actually request to search God to yearn to yearn to be close to God but be yes through karuhu through calling out one becomes close to God and this is what one needs to do. Yeah. Am I allowed to ring 
Yeah. So just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals himself in these days to a person, person also needs to reveal themselves to the holiness, to the Kedusha, of which they are brought closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this way, the Shekhinah itself can reveal itself within the person, And a person can be guaranteed a chsima, a gmaxima teva, fashana teva masuka, because they have locked in, as we say, beyese karev, and therefore they've locked in the kedusha of a kaddish We spoke before the Meshur Rabbeinu finishes. Sefer Teirah. Kadosh Baruch Hu commands him to write the Sefer Teirah. And he puts it in the holiest of holies in the Kedish Kedashim. The Keach has Sefer Teirah azeh v'samtamei se mitzad aren b'nis Hashem alikechem put on the side of the aren b'nis Hashem alikechem. Interesting to note, we're coming to Yom Kippur now. The one time a year, the Kain Godel goes into the Kaidish Hakadosh and the Holy of Holies. After going into the Holy of Holies, the Kain Godel davens comes out. He davens little tefillah. His little tefillah is that the Yidden should have a lot of parnosa, make a lot of money this year. The mundane world, money, guilt is gematria blotter. Money, guilt, the same numerical value as the word blotter, mud. That's what he's happening for. But the message and the lesson is yes, exactly what he's happening for. A person should not think, oh, you can learn in Teda, you can sit and learn in Daven, I'm not going to have Parnassa. person needs to know, after the Holy of Holies, what's the Aveda? What does HaKadosh Baruch Hu offer? What does HaKadosh Baruch Hu reward you with? With Aisha V'chavit. So the person that sits and learns of Teda, truthfully, with the Shema, Honestly, that person is rewarded as the King Godel comes out and davens for his sustenance. So now the, the Taylor scroll that Moshe wrote goes on to the side of the Arun. If you keep score at home, you can about Basra. Yudalin Amir Aleph, 14 side 1. And the Gemara brings down two opinions. One opinion is that the Sefetera was placed in the Arn. Another opinion is it was placed on the side. 
But according to these two opinions, it's clear that the Sefer Teda, no matter where it was put in there, it was put in there, in the Kedish Kedash. The Kedish Kedash, the Holy of Holies. We think sometimes about somebody being holy, something being holy, something of value, something of rank, holy thing, a holy place, a shrine. We go to a, a kera of a tzaddik. We go to the room of a tzaddik. We go to the room to die to to ask a bracha from a tzaddik. Holy place. We see holiness. We don't know. We have no idea what holiness looks like. We don't know what it tastes like, what it smells like. We don't know. Holiness. To describe holiness to somebody, it's a light, it's a beacon, it's a... Who knows? Can't describe it. It's a feeling. No. So what's... Kodesh HaKadosh. What is the Holy of Holies? What was in... What did it compile? <coughs> we don't know. Only the King God went in and only He went once a year. The Gimskorham's Gemara and Yuma on the bottom of Omer Aleph, Chafal of Omer Aleph. It's brought down somewhat there. And teaches us that the Mokim Oren Einim Namida. The place that was occupied by the Oren, the Ark, is not counted. What does that mean? If you measured the width of the Kedish Kedosh, you found it was 20 Amas. But if you measured each side of the Aran to the wall, you found 10 Amas on each side. Even though the Aran was in the middle. Again, very confusing. The Holy of Holies, the Kedesh Kedoshim, was 20 Amis wide. The Oren was situated right in the middle. If you measured from one end of the Oren to the wall, it was 10 Amis. From the other end of the Oren to the wall, it was 10 Amis. Just 20 Amis. But the Oren was in the middle. And the space is only 20 Amis. Teaches us, therefore, the mother that the Arun was not Miramida. It was not measurable. This, of course, is what we'd call the supernatural. It's higher than place, time, and anything else of nature. That was what was in the Kedish Kedashim. 
The same is the time in the Kiddush Kedoshim. The time that was in the Kiddush Kedoshim, there was no time. It was higher than time. So the time and the place, the entity of the Kiddush Kedoshim, tied hand in hand. So therefore the revelation of Kedusha that found itself in the Kedush Kedoshim was the ain safe of a Kedush Baruch Hu. And this we find also in the Luchas. And they also came something that's a, a supernatural concept above nature. The letters of the Luchas were engraved through and through the stone. This is the holiness of the Luchas as the letters were drilled through and through and you were able to read them both the same way. The Aleph, you looked at it from the, what you thought was the front, you saw an Aleph. On the back, you didn't see a backward Aleph, you saw an Aleph. But the Evan, the writing, did not add anything to the stone itself. The Mem and the Samach, which the little circle in between, stayed in the air. Again, if you give me score at home, it's Gemara twice in Shabbos and in Megillah. Shabbos, Kuvdal, Ramad Aleph, and Megillah, Beis, and Beis. Hello. Yeah. My wife, no. That's my wife you're looking for, no? Yeah. If you have a call, a cell, because she's holding a cell. Now you have a cell number? 917-225-8531. Thank you. I hope nobody listens to that on the sheer. Start calling my wife. Anyway, on the flip side, the sefer that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote was on a regular cloth, a regular parchment, and the letters were written something that was not was less than supernatural. but it found itself in the worldly realm. So the question becomes, what is the connection of this Sefer Teda and Kedish Kedashim, the Holy of Holies? But the Sefer Teda represents the Tachlis Amitis of Kedish Kedashim. Sefer Teda represents what the Kedish Kedashim is all about. It's not the fact that the Kedish Kedoshim itself 
the light illuminated and it was higher than time and space this concept illuminated outside of Kedish Kedashim as well outside of Harabais so much so even to the non-Jewish nations all recognized the godly light and this is what the Sefer that Moshe Rabbeinu did wrote to bring the light of God the godly light into the world which is higher than time higher than space and make it into a physical entity this is also what Rosh Hashanah did for us it's not enough that Rosh Hashanah itself stands Jews together and we stand totally humbled before God And this is also brought about in the time of Mashiach, that the Jews who live a life in Chai Yem Yem, and they serve God from time from their hearts and from the inner levels, they are able to bring about the Kabbalah's El, which is higher than Tamvedas, higher than reason, higher than understanding, and this way they bring about the Shefa, the flow of Rosh Hashanah throughout the entire year, and we merit, as we said before, Teksiva, Ksima Teva, Tev Hanirava Nigla, it should be a good year, and a happy year, a prosperous, and a beautiful year, for each and every one of us. And unfortunately, I'm not capable of going any further, so this year is being cut short by 10 minutes. Uh, to wish everybody a gesundte year, easy fast, and in Kippur, and should be a ksivur, simateva, and in Malay Hashem, call Mashalis the Beno, the Teva, the Bracha, and the main thing, we should know what Teva is, we should know what Bracha is. Those who need Panasa should have Panasa Bachava, those who need Shaduchim should be blessed with Shaduchim, and all, those who need children should be blessed with children, and Akash Baruch should give us all Yiddish, Akhsidish, and Nachis. And we should find ourselves in Yerushalayim and HaKadosh and observe this year Yom Kippur, the Kayin Godel running around doing his Aveda in Kadesh and Kadesh Kadashim and changing in and out of his garments. And we should all be zeichet to eat from Karbanis and be in Yerushalayim and HaKadosh with Mashiach, Tzikainu, Ketshavas and a good Kibbutz Shor.